Divers, coming to you from Studio D. This is a special holiday edition of the Deep Dive Microcast, a brief look into things I find interesting, and I hope you do too. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, human cannonball, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive Podcast, where myself and my co-host, Manda, Look at the lesser-known, maybe obscure, and perhaps forgotten offerings available on streaming media services. This microcast is all about fruitcake, the most polarizing baked good of them all. Prove me wrong. has become so maligned in our culture that it's a noun used to insult someone's mental status. Oddly, though, it isn't the only dessert item to be appropriated as a derogatory term. Let's see, cream puff, tart, cupcake, butterfingers, all can be used as insults. And perpetually angry Chef Gordon Ramsay has made calling someone a donut a true art form. Is there anything today that I ate that wasn't microwaved? The salad. The salad. You donut. Of course you don't put a salad. Than it wasn't here. Guys, I'm not laughing. Thanks, chef. Swearing is so much funnier with a British accent. Insults aside, the fruitcake goes back a long way. Longer than you may think. All the way back to the Roman Empire. In fact, they also at the same time pretty much invented the energy bar. Their fruitcake was a hearty combination of raisins, pine nuts, pomegranate seeds, and barley mash. It lasted a long time without going bad and gave a nice energy boost to the Roman legions. It has also been suggested that this dense delicacy was used as ammunition for their catapults. I'm not kidding. Now, during the Middle Ages, many variations of fruitcake recipes were developed as different kinds of dried fruits and spices were introduced to Europeans. So fruitcake is one of those cross-cultural curiosities. So every region around the world has a type of fruitcake-like food. Uh, Italy has its panettone, Germany's version is called Stollen, and the British, well, Leave it to them to ruin a perfectly good fruitcake by adding chopped meat and boiling it in an intestine. It was called plum pudding and it had no plums in it. These days, the Brits have Christmas pudding, which is actually quite delicious and thankfully leaves out the mutton. It's especially good if you pour brandy over your Christmas pud and light it on fire as tradition dictates. Now, the more recognizable version of fruitcake uh, came about due to the availability of one crucial ingredient, sugarcane. Before the 16th century, sugar was incredibly expensive due to the cost of growing and processing the sugarcane. What made sugar cheaper and more readily available? Well, 
The technology to extract more juice from sugarcane was developed, but sadly, slave labor was used in places like Cuba and Brazil to increase production in the sugar plantations. Now, the impact that cheap processed sugar has had on humanity over the past half millennia cannot be overstated. But taking on that topic is well above my pay grade. When it comes to the humble fruitcake, the availability of sugar made the arguably best part of the delicacy, candied fruit, easy to make yourself. Preserving fruits in a sugar syrup made them virtually immune to spoilage, which before the advent of mechanical refrigeration was a huge selling point. Fruitcake doesn't go bad. And it's even more impenetrable to bacteria when it's been soaked in alcohol. Now, if refrigerated or frozen, fruitcakes can last for years. Years. Which I think is part of what makes people look askance at it. Food should not be immortal. And now a word from our sponsors. This year, renew the merry custom of giving something homemade, like your own fruitcake. It's the most thoughtful gift of all because you cared enough to bake it. It's really easy once you have the perfect recipe. It's on the cartons of Imperial Brown Sugar, Cordial Fruitcake. And now's the time to start baking if you want to give or serve your Cordial Fruitcake during the holiday season. Fruitcake needs plenty of time to mellow. You'll find that fruitcake contains many fine ingredients. That's what makes it so good. And there's nothing difficult about mixing the cake. It takes just a short time. Imperial brown sugar will give your fruitcake a special rich flavor. Helps keep the cake moist. This year, bake your holiday wishes for friends into cordial fruitcake. Best of all, because it's homemade. Look for the cordial fruitcake recipe on cartons of Imperial Pure Cane Sugar. So where did the more Americanized version of fruitcake come from? The one we all know and hate. Well, let's define what it's supposed to be first. American-style fruitcake should be a moist brown bread-like cake packed with dried fruits like raisins, apricots, prunes, or nearly any dried fruit. Nuts like uh, pecans, almonds, or walnuts are often used as well. And the cake itself is flavored with spices like cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg. And for the adults in the room, booze. Lots of booze. There's dark rum in the cake mix, and then after baking, you soak that sucker in the spirit of your choice. You can use more rum or brandy or whiskey or whatever gets you through Christmas Day with the relatives. That's what fruitcake should be. But the one thing that made fruitcake popular in the United States is the one thing that ultimately made it the most hated of all holiday desserts. Mail order. Several companies began mass producing fruitcakes to sell nationwide. Problem was, they weren't very good. They used substandard ingredients like those terrible neon colored red and green candied cherries that are soaked in corn syrup and food dye. Ugh. Now, the major fruitcake purveyors were from the American South, so they filled their fruitcakes with nuts, lots of nuts, which were easier and cheaper to use. 
And by the way, this is where the phrase nuttier than a fruitcake originated. These fruitcakes were also missing one key ingredient, the alcohol. These cakes were drier than a congregation of Quakers. If all you've ever had was a typical mail order or store-bought fruitcake, you have really missed out. Yeah, I'm looking at you Swiss Colony and Hickory Farms. Who's buying all these fruitcakes anyway? If people hate them so much, why do they still sell surprisingly well? I mean, based on what's usually available out there, it's no wonder why people show distaste for something that should be tasty. Still, there are those who manage to have fun with fruitcake, despite its reputation. Out of all the Yuletide traditions, it is probably the most maligned and reviled, the fruitcake. It has a longer shelf life than radioactive carbon-14. Nobody likes eating it, and for reasons only known to them, grandmothers can't resist giving it as a gift. So one small western town has defied convention and embraced the hated dessert, not as a source of food, but as a source of sport. Welcome to the 11th annual Great Fruit Cake Toss in Manitou, Colorado. An all-out distance competition with the added bonus of completely destroying any lingering fruitcake remains. You can throw them, catapult them, launch them, even shoot them out of an air gun. Kabong. The only rule is no fuel. Some people used golf clubs, others used slingshots. One pitcher even managed to miss the target entirely, sending the crowd ducking for cover. Incoming! And one team managed to propel a fruitcake further than ever before using a bicycle-powered air pump to charge up a pneumatic gun and sending a one-pounder 1,116 feet, thus breaking both the record and the fruitcake. That's right, the great fruitcake toss. Since 1996, the residents of Manitou Springs, Colorado, have been hosting this competition. Fruitcakes of all shapes and sizes are heaved into the air by all manner of man-made contraptions. Now you can spectate or participate. All are welcome. The next event will be held January 22nd, 2022. So make your travel plans now. But it's not all fun and games. There is a darker side to this dessert. A side darker than the interior of a fruitcake itself. One of the most popular American purveyors of fruitcakes is the Collins Street Bakery. Located in Corsicana, Texas, the bakery sells an insane amount of fruitcake each holiday season and has been doing so for over a hundred years. While their fruitcakes are apparently above reproach, I don't know, I've never tried one, something rotten was going on inside the company. I'm Bob McNutt. I'm the president of the Collins Street Bakery in Corsicana, Texas. What Dom Perignon is to champagne, Collins Street Bakery is to fruitcake. My mother thought it was delicious, so she was delighted when she got a fruitcake every year for Christmas. Collins Street Bakery is about a $30 million a year business in terms of total sales. They make good bank off of fruitcake. 
There was a few years they didn't understand why the bakery wasn't making money. We knew something was wrong. But what do you do? Start accusing everybody? When everything came to light, we were all standing there stunned. It was a huge embezzlement scheme. He got caught with his hands in the cookie jar, literally. How did they pull this off? This is a real stunt. How did you do this? Pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. All those lies are going to catch up with you one day, and they did. It's hard to keep a secret in the can. You can try all you want, but it's going to always come out. In retrospect, you can look back and say, you should have seen this coming. Now, where is this documentary going to be shown? Fruitcake Fraud, a 90-minute documentary about the sweet, sweet taste of embezzlement, is available now on the Discovery Plus streaming service. And there is apparently a movie version of this story being developed with Will Ferrell attached to Star. Now, if you're curious and you have the knack for baking, try making a fruitcake yourself. There are dozens of recipes out there for all different styles. And a lot of them even sound pretty delicious. Thanks for listening. If this is the first time you've heard this podcast, check out our past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at the Deep Dive Podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. And you can find all of those on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.com. From all of us here at Studio D, which is just me and my cat at the moment, have a safe and happy holiday. And if someone gives you a fruitcake this year, just smile, say thank you, and re-gift it to some other poor slob next year. All clips used in the Deep Dive microcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn, based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Studios.